happy Halloween. <laughs> it's day 11, and we have some really fun and spooky things to talk about today. Um, some things might be a little more tragic than fun, but you know, if you find those sort of things fun, you know, I guess you're in the right place, huh? You're a psycho. <laughs> no, you're not. Well, maybe you are. I don't know. Anyways, let's go ahead and jump right into it. So we're going to start with our first segment, which of course is movie time. Most of the time. And we're going to start with science fiction slash alien horror films. So if you're into outer space and alien invasions and science fiction, then you're probably going to really like today. So let's go ahead and start with scariest alien movies listed off from IMDb. <clears throat> but before we do that, I'm going to take a bong hit. So go ahead and take one with me if you are ready to take one. I had two zits on the same side of my face in like the same spot after I woke up. That was weird. And they were like hard, like ready to go. Like what? Oil. Gotta be. <coughs> Sounds like god damn. <coughs> mm, mm, mm. It's from you working out. Sweating. So our first title is Fire in the Sky. Never heard of it. Or I might have. <laughs> our next one is Alien. Heard of it. Our next one is A Quiet Place. Heard of it. Our next one is A Quiet Place Part 2. <laughs> Heard of it. Well, I watched both of those, so... Yeah. Next is The Thing. Okay. Signs. No. From 2002. No good <laughs> oh, You've probably God. seen it. Probably. Remember. Aliens, 1986. No. Dark Skies, two... Ugh, 2013. I've seen that. The Fourth Kind... Cloverfield. Oh, sorry. VHS. I didn't... Oh, we watched that. Well, VHS 2. 2. The second one. Uh, it's the last story in the film. The one about the aliens and the dog. You know, remember that? We watched that, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just letting you know that they even included that it was the last story in that movie. If mm. you wanted to just see that one. Specifically... Next, we have the movie Life. Then Prometheus. Alien Covenant. Alien Abduction. Incident in Lake County. The Mist. Pitch Black. The Blob. Invasion of the Body. That was an alien movie? Well, I was, sorry. Yes. Sci fi. Okay. Yes. And, you know, he did. The Blob came out of this, like, you know, asteroid thing, so. Yeah. Then we have terrestrial. Right. Then we have Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Um, War of the Worlds. The Arrival Species Predator. Invasion of the Body Snatchers again. Uh, that's the older one. Um, Under the Skin. A Dreamcatcher. Alien Abduction. 
Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Super 8, Attack the Block, Slither, Extraterrestrial. Nope. E.T.? No, it's like no. just called extraterrestrial. <laughs> oh. Um, Europa Report, The Thing from Another World, It, The Terror from Beyond Space, The Night of the Creeps, Village of the Damned. The It thing? Was that like a Pennywise thing or was it like no, its there's... own film? It's literally called It, The Terror from Beyond Space. Wow. So, that means that this alien, I'm assuming that ended up wherever it ended up, everyone started calling it an it, because they didn't know what it was. Next, we have the Village of the Damned. Uh oh. Sleepy butt? Yeah. The X-Files. Making dinner makes me kind of tired, but I like cooking. It was delicious. Thank you. Would you like to tell them what I made? I was going to say, did you tell them what you made? No, you <laughs> she made them. Italian meat ball soup. Where'd you get the recipe? Uh, JoeCooks.com, I think. There you go. If you want to learn how to make what she just made, it is on JoeCooks. But I added a few things to it to make it my own. Next we have the X-Files, the Faculty, the Puppet Masters. I didn't know that was an alien thing. Altered, Invaders from Mars, and the last title is called They Live. And now, um, do we want to list off the other list, or do we want to move on to our next segment? I guess we'll, uh, next list, yeah, because that went by pretty quick. Hold on, let me, uh, let me do this real quick. Alright. Okay, so our last list is from wikipedia.org. List of science fiction, fiction horror, films. horror films. Yes, sir. Films. So 0 through 9 is 4D Man, 1959. Mm. Um, 9, 2009. <laughs> Uh, Cloverfield, oh, sorry, 10, Cloverfield Lane, 2006. Then we're going to go on to A, because this is A all the way to motherfucking Z, Oh, we Z don't need people. to do all that. Uh, let's see. You could give them one movie absurd from each list. For A, the first one at the top is Absurd, 1981. For B, we got Bad Taste, 1987. C, the Cabin in the Woods, 2012. D. Dance of the Dead, 2008. E. Eden Log, 2007. F. The Faculty, 1998. I'm not taking out a bomb while you're reading the list. Uh, Galaxy of Terror, 1981. You heard of that one? No. Harbinger Down, 2015. Never heard of that. I. Am legend. <laughs> All I can think about is that meme where it's like, I am leg. Alright, we're back to the list. Where did I put those? Oh, You're sorry. sitting on the wraps, I think. Uh, Max is like, what the hell? <laughs> Just trying to eat dinner. Now he's not eating dinner. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Okay, make sure he's gonna eat, man. <laughs> now he was he's waiting. Eating. He was waiting for me to apologize. All right. Wow. He would like literally starve for an apology. <laughs> <laughs> this dog is crazy. He said, "I will not eat until I get an apology." Okay, on the list, honey. Okay. Not Facebook. I'm sorry, that was funny. The list. G. Wait, no. We're on, we, we just Let's said just I jump down to M. No, J. Jack Frost, 1997. K. Kill Command, 2016. So that's your alien movie. What's for M? L. We'll no. get to M. I want to hurry up. After L. <laughs> the Lady and the Monster, 1944. M. The Mad Monster, now 1942. You, you, you need to read one for Max, too. And one for Max would be The Mad Ghoul. So you're the Mad Monster, and he's the Mad Ghoul. Nice. And I'm Kill Command. <laughs> okay. And Narcopolis. Wow. Narcopolis. Narc. <laughs> Narc. We'll just call it Narc. The Omega Man. 1971. Uh, Pandorum, 2009. Quarantine, 2008. Rabbit, Alright, where were we? Telltale, 2009. Okay. The Unborn, 1991. The Vampire, 1956. X, 1963. Y? There's nothing listed under Y, so... All you Hollywood directors out there, you better get the right, and you could be the first sci-fi movie with the title that starts with a Y. What is that on your neck? What? Look, look. Oh, well, you got it off, whatever it was. It was black. Oh, the chair. Oh, yeah, it was the chair. Um, Z, the very last one, is Zat, or Zait. Z-A-A-T. So whoever comes up with an alien named Yon Zers, or Yon Zers? Yongart, Yogurt. Ow. You. Yorn. Ow. Why are you pulling my hair out? Yorn. Ying? No. Oh, I wasn't finished. It was supposed to be a longer word. Go ahead. I was thinking something like, um... Go practice your monologue. I was thinking like an alien name like Yingaria or something. Kind of like Lindaria, but like with a Y. <laughs> Sort of feel. I don't know. Maybe that's why no directors have actually come up with aliens that have a Y in the title. Why did I sci-fi? But we're going to move on to the next segment, which is true crime events that happened on Halloween.
The bun's gone crazy. So, we're going to be reading the most horrible crimes committed on Halloween from Ranker.com. So, uh, viewer discretion is advised. Uh, you know, audience should just be cautious of that um, in case there's some really horrible type of stories here. So, just a warning. That was the warning noise. And then we'll end this episode off with something light. So let's get on with this. Poisoning of Timothy O'Brien. While the vast majority of Halloween scares stories about razor blades and apples and poison candy, are there urban legends and moral panics? One story is unfortunately completely true. Eight-year-old Timothy O'Brien had a packet of pixie sticks given to him by his father, Ronald, to cap off his trick-or-treating. He perished less than an hour later. The tragic event sent the O'Brien's small Texas town into a panic, and the police determined that the pixie stick that Timothy ate was laced with cyanide. Uh, when Ronald's story kept changing, police began investigating him. They found him to be deeply in debt and that he'd taken down a massive life insurance policies on his children. Police found that the other children had also been given candy by Ronald but hadn't eaten it. Ronald O'Brien was found guilty of murder and was executed in 1984. Wow. Hey, I think we read was we read a similar article. It was the same for, story, but yes, different article. No, because this one too. You remember this one? Mm -hmm. The murders of Leslie Mazzara and Adrian in Sogna. Sorry mm -hmm. if I butchered those names. Um, late on Halloween night, 2004, roommates Leslie Mazzara and Adrian in Sagna went to bed after handing out candy. A third roommate, Lauren uh, Mienza, woke woken up at 1 a.m. by the sounds of a scuffle. Not knowing what was happening, she ran in terror from the house. When the coast was clear, she ran back upstairs and found both her roommates dead. Throughout the investigation, FBI agents found cigarette butts near the scene of the crime that matched the blood evidence inside the house, but found no matches in any DNA databases. Officers and FBI agents spoke to nearly um, 1,000 persons of interest during the investigation. Woo! <laughs> Rady wow. Bakes be tired. Including one of Insonia's friends. Lily Prudho, her husband Eric Koppel, became a person of interest during the investigation when he began avoiding the police. Nearly a year after the crime, Koppel turned himself in and confessed to the crime. At the time of the crime, Koppel was only engaged to the friend of one of the victims and carried on the wedding thinking he was in the clear. The quote from Adrian, Adrian and Sagna's uh, mother, Arlene Allen, gives a chilling insight into a slayer who thought he got away with it. Quote, You are a man who is so cruel as to invite me, the mother of the woman you murdered, to stand up for you at your wedding, to read the scripture to you of love and death and to bless your union. <laughs> End quote. It's <sighs> pretty fucked up. Yeah. But apparently this happened on Halloween. So... The Lisk family murders. Let me get a yawn. <laughs> Big one. <laughs> okay. You ready? Big yawn. That, that was a weird yawn. I wasn't expecting it to come out like that, but...
Here we go. On Halloween 2010, Ohio teenager Devin Griffin returned home from Sunday church services to find his brother Derek, mother Susan, and Susan's new husband, William Lisk, murdered. Devin was so traumatized he could only say that the scene was like something out of a haunted house. The culprit was found to be William Lisk's son from a previous marriage, William Lisk Jr., who had a history of schizophrenia and aggression. Uh, Lisk was later picked up and pleaded guilty to all three murders. He took his own life in prison in 2015. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Murder of Carl Jackson Bronx resident Carl Jackson was a 21-year-old data entry clerk at Morgan Stanley. On Halloween night 1998, Jackson went with his girlfriend to pick up her younger son from a party. While there, some teenagers threw eggs at the car, but the classic Halloween prank soon turned ugly. Jackson got out of his car, exchanged words with the teens, got back in his car. Then one of the teens pulled out a sidearm, shot Jackson, ending his life instantly. Police later arrested 17-year-old Curtis Sterling for the crime. Wow. Uh, we read we read most of these on another segment. Uh, I think it was one of our... Uh, I think it was one of our Fried Friday episodes because we used to do scary stories. Yeah. So if you dig so. really deep, you might be able to find some of these stories. And uh, what might have changed, honestly, because, yeah. The Woodbridge abductions. In 2009, three teenage girls were abducted by a man on their way home from trick-or-treating in Woodbridge, Virginia. All three were taken at gunpoint—I'm sorry, gunpoint—to oh, a wooden gosh. area. Two were sexually assaulted, and oh, the third no. girl was able to call her mother, causing the man to flee. Police arrested Aaron Thomas, who was already suspected—I mean, a suspect in numerous sexual assault cases since the 1990s. Thomas pleaded guilty to the crime in 2012. Oh, my. Took three years to convict that man. Better late than never. Yeah, honestly. Um, Yoshihiro Hattori. Yoshihiro Hattori was a Japanese exchange student living in Baton Rouge as part of the American Field Science Program. On Halloween night, 1992, Hattori and the young son of his host family went on a went to a Halloween party for AFS students. Unfamiliar with the neighborhood where the party was, the boys rang the doorbell of the wrong house. When they got no answer, they started walking back to the car. The owner of the home, Ronnie Pierce, opens his door armed with a forty four Magnum. Tori turned around and said, We're here for the party claiming he feared for his life and that the exchange student was scary. Pierce shot Tori ending his life. Only when both the governor of Louisiana and the Japanese uh, consulate got involved was Pierce arrested, after which he was acquitted of manslaughter. Yeah. Murders of Ronald Seisman and Elizabeth Platzman. Sometime in the early hours of Halloween 1981, Manhattan couple Ronald Seisman and Elizabeth Platzman were slain in their Chelsea apartment. The couple was severely beaten before being shot execution style. With the apartment completely ransacked, New York police I'm sorry, police initially believed drug money to be the motive, but then the case took a turn for the bizarre. 
A prison informant claimed that one of his fellow inmates had predicted the crime weeks before it actually happened. The inmate turned out to be the son of Sam, killer David Berkowitz. Um, Berkowitz had long rumored to be involved in a satanic cult that helped him with some of his misdeeds. According to the misinformant, I mean to the informant, uh, Berkowitz had told him that his cult was planning to enter a residence near Greenwich Village. Chelsea would qualify for that. On Halloween to carry out a ritual slaying, when questioned, Berkowitz claimed that Seisman had footage of one of the son of Sam's shootings and was planning to hand it over to the authorities in exchange for dropping some controlled substance charges. While no evidence was found to support Berkowitz's claims, he basically was right about the description of Seisman's apartment. The crime is still unsolved. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Pasadena gang shootings. On Halloween night, 1993, a group of five Pasadena gang members opened fire on trick-or-treat, trick-or-treating teenagers returning from a party, killing three and wounding three others. The gang members were soon arrested and police determined they had fired at the wrong people. Three bloods were found guilty of the crime. Mm. Murder of Peter Fabiano. Los Angeles hairstylist uh, Peter Fabiano was slain on Halloween night, 1957. He opened his door for what he thought was a trick-or-treater, but was actually a grown-up in a costume. The adult shot Fabiano in the chest with a 22 and a brown paper bag before fleeing the scene. Several days later, uh, Golden Pizer and Joan Rabble were arrested in what turned out to be a deftly plotted crime of passion. Pizer was friends or possibly in a relationship with Rabble, and Rabble was also apparently in love with Fabiano's wife, Betty. The two women conspired to get Peter out of the equation, but Rabble bought a side arm for Pizer to shoot Peter with. The arrest kicked off a firestorm and lurid coverage as lesbians were seen as abnormal monsters and dangerous urges. The two pleaded guilty and served long prison terms. Wow. Ooh, 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 ooh. Crime of passion. And served, so they're out. Taylor Van Dyst murder. On Halloween 2011, uh... Taylor Van Dyce was leaving a party in the small town of Armstrong, Canada. He never came home and was found beaten to death near a set of railroad tracks. The event traumatized the town, especially after it was revealed that she'd sent a text to her boyfriend before the attack saying she was being creeped on. A police eventually used DNA found under Taylor's fingernails to arrest Matthew Foster for carrying out the deed. And his father, Stephen, for helping him cover it up. Mm. Man. Murder of Marvin Bradlin. Uh, Fort Dodge, Iowa resident. Uh, Marvin Bradlin and his wife were handing out candy to trick-or-treaters in 1982 when a man wearing a mask came to their door. He said, trick-or-treat, give me your money or I'll shoot. The Bradlins thought it was a Halloween prank and tried to remove the man's mask. Instead, he barged into the house and pulled out a sidearm, demanding that the couple give the money they had stashed in their basement safe. Marvin made a grab for the masked man's gun, and the robber shot Marvin in the throat. He then ran away, but left the mask behind. 
In the years followed, Marvin's wife perished, and the mass was tested for DNA evidence. As virtually no one knew about the safe, suspicion fell on the Bradland family. Any family member did did brag about committing the robbery. But there's never been enough evidence to charge him. But they, like, admitted to it. Or bragged about it. Hmm. Well, I guess that isn't enough evidence. <laughs> Death of Chris Jenkins. Chris Jenkins was a 21-year-old student at the University of Minnesota. He was seen leaving a downtown Minneapolis bar on Halloween night in 2002. Four months later, his body was discovered in the Mississippi River, still wearing his Halloween costume. Since Chris was intoxicated the night and appeared to have drowned, authorities initially believed his demise was either an accident or self-inflicted. But his parents refused to believe this and pressed for a more thorough investigation. Finally, in 2006, the death was classified as a homicide. Police claimed that the, an incarcerated suspect told them he was present when Chris was slain, then thrown off a bridge into the river. While this story is credible, there's never been enough evidence to file charges. However, one possibility theory is that Chris Jacobs could have been a victim in the mysterious and unsolved Smiley Face murders. The bizarre killings involved approximately 40 male college students in the United States who all drowned. In some of these cases, unexplained smiley face graffiti was found near the body of water and where targets turned up. While no smiley face graffiti was found in connection with Chris Jenkins' death, the scenario does have a number of similarities of these killings. It remains unsolved. Freaky. Um, disappearance of Cindy Song. Penn State grad student Cindy Song disappeared after leaving a party on Halloween night 2001. She'd been dropped off at her apartment and had gone inside, but nobody saw her after that, and no trace of her has been found. The case was taken and a number of bizarre twists for a while. The investigation focused on a man named Hugo Marcus Slensky. Slensky had been arrested after five corpses were found in his backyard. A police informant linked Slensky to another man, to Cindy, claiming the duo had kidnapped, raped, and murdered her. To make things even weirder, the other man named in the kidnapping was found dead in Slensky's backyard. More bodies have been found there, but none have been proven to be Cindy, and the case remains open. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's wild. That is. So, Ranker has another list. Do you want to go over that, or yeah, that was it? Uh, no, move on to the last one. So, our last segment of the day is oops (laughs) is Halloween candy that should be banned. So, we're going to give you the 22 worst Halloween candies of all time. Let's do it. And who is this article by today? Okay, so number 22. You ready? Yeah. Wax lips. I hate wax lips. So agree. They were weird. They were weird, though. 
Well, it was weird. I would get a pear, take it out, put it in my mouth, right? I have the big lips for a while. Then I would chew it, and it would taste like a candle. A chewy candle with not really any flavor. Right. No point to the candy. And it's like, how is this candy? I feel like I'm eating a fucking candle. It may very well happen. Almond Joy Mounds. I agree that is a terrible candy. I hate Almond Joys. And I'm also allergic to coconut, so... Mm-hmm. Three Musketeers. Yeah. They're okay. I hate those. Alright. I'd rather 19. eat a payday over those. Hard grandma candies. Who mm-hmm. could forget those? Some of those weren't too gonna good. They smacked. Some but see, you guys... Some of them, though. You guys are just spoiled. You want your chocolates. You want all that crap. But that grandma candy has been sitting there. For years. <laughs> Number 18 is sweet tarts. Sweet tarts, I would kind of... It's funny because when I was a kid, I would get upset with getting grandma's candy. I'd still eat it. And the same as sweet tarts. But I would still it eat it. It tastes them. like medicine. It's just like, why, dude? It's hard and then it turns into powder. Number 17 is bootleg gummies. Um, can't say that I've received any of those. Have you? Severed fingers, ghost, or any other shape. Mm-hmm. Damned, they're saying. I don't remember those. Oh, I remember getting like a gummy, like zombie hand or something. I don't. It tasted weird, but I ate them. Sixteen is candy corn. That should have been higher up on the list. Mm. Candy corn's disgusting. Fifteen are fireballs. Fireballs. Um, the cinnamon things. Or fireballs. Oh, oh, oh. I remember. Yeah. Those are hella old, dude. 14 Tootsie Rolls. Mm. Those are nasty. Pixie Sticks? Oh, hell no. Don't be hating on the Pixie Sticks. Mm. Those are good. Yeah, they're okay. They're not amazing, but they're good. Yeah, people handing out this candy. Man, you're gonna get your fucking 12 is Bazooka Gum. Don't know what that is. 1948 called and it wants its gum back. Oh, wait, oh, no. 1948 yeah, 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 yeah. doesn't want yeah. this shit either. Yeah, I remember that. 11 is fun dip. Yeah, I didn't like those. I like, well, the fucking white part tasted weird, but the dip was good. Yeah. 10 sixlets. Who? Sixlets. I don't remember that. Number 10. Mmm, 10. Well, nine is good and plenty. I don't remember that either. Eight is hot tamales. Um, yeah, I'm not really a fan of those. Like, who gives out hot tamales on Halloween? Some people really enjoy them. I'll eat them if I want some sweet and there's nothing else. Seven is non laffy taffy. Jeez. So just saltwater taffy. Oh, I like saltwater taffy. I'll be hating on that. Now, I like I'd be, taffy. I'd be scared of those. Now, those were the ones I would think would be tampered. Well, yeah, because they look strange. Yeah, it's so easy to but do anything to But I wouldn't eat the ones this. out of the bag. I'd get them from, like, that taffy store. Right. Six is Mary Jane's. No heard of those. Um, it's like these little chewy things. It says, I gr- heard it says of those. gross peanut butter taffy. But hard. Now, let me tell you a story about that. The Mary Jane's. So, one day, my Spanish teacher, right, when she was in school... Her friends were asking if she if they had any Mary Janes, right? 
So they end up getting pulled into the office and they're like, alright, where's the weed? You got it, right? They're like, oh, you know, I'm sure it's all just a misunderstanding. And then they call the parents and the parents get involved in everything. So by the time all this is escalated, they pull out a little Mary Jane candy. Now, I bet all of them felt like dickheads. I bet. Next is bit, oh, honey. But I'm sure back then they used to think, uh, used to think we'd make people crazy. <laughs> Four is double bubble. Uh, that's better than the other gum. Three is smarties. Uh, trash. Two is anything that isn't candy. Come on, bro. Pretzels, that, no. pennies, fruit snacks. Nigga. I'm sorry, but fruit snacks are good. Stop tripping. And peanuts, and you're right. And number one is Necco wafers. Those are freaking disgusting. Yeah. I would get those in my Halloween bag. You're like, oh, what is this? And then I eat it and it's like, Spit that out. And that is the end of the list. All right. Which wraps up the end of the episode. So, thank you for joining us today. And we hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And, you know, have not too many nightmares tonight. (laughs) And, yeah. I guess I'll take this bong hit and we'll head out. Yeah, you guys. It's been real. That's all I can say. Y'all know what to do. Stay lit. Stay safe. And if you don't smoke, stay sober. Alright. So, um, all I want to say is... Well, all we want (laughs) to say is... Happy Halloween! We're supposed to say it together every show <laughs> we're working on it so we'll we'll nail Bye. it goodbye